Same ground, different sound. You're on homo ground. This is Maya McDonald coming to you from Brooklyn, New York for Homoground. We are continuing our four-part interview with Wynn Greenwood of Tracy and the Plastics along with Gina Young. This was recorded way back in May of 2021, right before Cruisin' Records reissued digitally the full Tracy and the Plastics catalog. So do check that out if you missed any of those records the first time or if you loved them then and have been looking for them. They're out. Wynn just wrapped up a Kickstarter for new music. Gina's got lots going on in LA. Visit them all on Instagram at Gina Genius, at Wynn Greenwood, at Cruising Records. Uh, let's get into it. Here's part two of our interview with the two of those fine people from uh, the spring of 2021. I feel like you are so great at focusing on the process and like staying in the process. I don't know. For those who don't know, Wynn and I have worked together. We Wynn did a show in Seattle at On the Boards that I assisted with. And we used to have like a, I don't know if you would call it a little artist group. Um, ah. We did an artist group that Wynn started. And yeah. So yeah. we go back quite yeah. a few years now. Yeah, we met in 2006, as I recall. Um, Whoa, okay. Um, that's accurate. That's, yeah. that's precise. <laughs> I, was to, I was trying to remember and I was like, oh. Yeah. Um, Anyways, but, um, oh gosh, perfectionism. I mean, yes, of course, you know, of course I struggle with perfectionism and I've really come to try to like, try to hold that anti-perfectionism as part of my like ethics. And so, and trying to see like what that, what that means I don't know. It's been this like winding path of trying to, um, how do I put it? As I started to not be able to like be burned out all the time, you know, and be like, I'm just, I'll do whatever it takes to like make the make the work I want to make to play music to make art and to have whatever jobs I need to have in order to support myself like where and I just kind of got to the point of like I just actually can't physically sustain this or mentally or emotionally like this is just um I think I I think a lot of the things that were were values of mine and were like 
<clears throat> were being expressed also like aesthetically <clears throat> actually started to get kind of like clarified. Like, um, for instance, like I have, I'm just like kind of making this up, but um, if I have two hours to work on something, that's what I've got. I've got two hours and like, I'm going to be, try to be totally present for that. Um, and so it's this, it's this like, this like twin twinning of like ethics and aesthetics. Um, and, and in ethics, I'm kind of holding like, um, how to be like, um, how to take care of myself, like, and take care of the, my, take care of my world and take care of people around me, et cetera. And just, um, so I don't know. So that has kind of helped the, helped that like perfectionism, um, which I think is, I mean, clearly is so tied to, um, patriarchy and capitalism, you know, and, um, but like how to like, kind of like be like, how do I actually live that and live that in a way that, um, is not just like living it up here in my head, but like actually living it like in my body and in my experience um, and in my heart, et cetera. And so, yeah, so I think that the, yeah, I'm curious, like what, I'm curious what that will look like for like the work that I continue to make. I don't, I don't totally know. Yeah. But I love that idea of just having the time that you have, like you just said about, oh, if I have two hours, that's what I have. Because I think that's something that is very healthy and that I didn't used to do, but I've been doing more and more so myself where it's like, I used to sort of be like, oh, here's the deadline and the thing has to be done by this deadline. And if it's not, then I'm mad at myself, right? Whereas with Little Sibling and other projects I've been doing more recently, it's been like, I'm just going to work on the project in the time that I have that I can work on it. And then it's going to be done when it's done, you know, and that that is going to be when it's meant to be done and it's going to reach the people that it's meant to reach. And like sort of the inside out rather than imposing from the outside to the in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think pandemic has been really, um, hard on that front in terms of the way that it has, I mean, for artists, I think it has made creative people really have to look at money and life in a way that we sort of always are, but like it made it all way more intense and urgent. Um, and it offered all of this time sort of without, a. I mean, at least for me, it was like, there's all this time, but there's no theaters. You can't actually do anything or be with anyone. And yet people are expecting you to write things. Like there were a lot of, you know, uh, you should apply to this. Like there were a lot of opportunities, quote unquote, to like submit scripts about the pandemic or like submit short plays. And it just felt very like, um, we are all traumatized right now. We are all dealing with varying degrees of horribleness. Um, and yet I want to use this time. There's, there's part of me that's like, oh, I am privileged. I do have this time. I want to use it. You know, like I want to do something. I want, I want to make meaning out of this time, you know, because I'm not 
because I'm here, because I'm here and I'm not sick right now. Like I want to make meaning out of this time, you know? Um, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like it, it puts a lot of pressure on artists and uh, we have to be really forgiving of ourselves. And I think everyone needs to be really forgiving of what their last year has looked like, you know? Join us in celebrating 25 years of Adam Mail. Since 1998, Adam Mail has been a leader in providing you with the best in gay sex toys and products to take your sexual explorations to the next level. Visit homoground.com slash adammail and use code GROUND for 50% off one item plus free shipping on orders over $20 in the US and Canada. That's homoground.com slash adammail, code GROUND, G-R-O-U-N-D. Some items may not be eligible for full discount. Yo, this is your boy Carl X coming at you hot with another fire lo-fi track. Even though the music has always flowed so naturally to me, for years I've struggled with staying motivated and frankly, self-management has been really difficult for me to learn. I always hear from successful content creators that the most important element of our work is to stay consistent. And geez, that's like my biggest struggle. I spent loads of energy reading self-help books and trying to learn self-management techniques. And even though I knew I just had to sit down and do it, it was so freaking hard. I found myself agonizing over my inability to focus and it would make me procrastinate over and over again. Quarantine has been really difficult to adjust to for those with short attention spans, yo. Luckily, I found focus time. Focus time is a co-working space hosted by queers and for queers. I don't know if it's because it's gay or because it actually made me productive, but I cannot get enough of these sessions. From my first session, I knew that something had clicked in my work routine. Day one of focus time, I wrote and dropped this beat. Day two of focus time, I started editing my first YouTube vlog. And by my third session, I was immediately focused and ready to work the moment I sat down at my desk. I'm overwhelmed by the success I've seen from just one week of using this platform. So the moderators are gonna have to get used to my gay ass. There are two hour sessions every weekday. The two hours are broken down into one hour sprints and a 15 minute break time. It's so uplifting. I've met ambitious queers from all over the United States in this break room. If you wanna join the next session, you can navigate to homoground.com slash focus time. There, you'll be able to donate and sign up for your first session. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your Homo Ground episode. Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. Mary had a little lamb, but not a lot of pussy. Where are you going to, my pretty maid? Where are you going to, my pretty maid? I'm going a milking, sir, she said. Sir, she said. Sir, she said. I'm going a milking, sir, she said. Why it's raining, it's pouring, gender 
fuck that shit, we're sick of it. All the girls are snoring. It's raining, it's pouring. Gender roles are boring. So fuck that shit, we're sick of it. All the girls are snoring. Georgie Porgy, pudding and pie. Kissed the girls and made them cry. When the boys came out to play, Georgie Porgy ran away. Can't you pick a cherry pie, Billy Boy, Billy Boy? Can't you pick a cherry pie, darling Billy? She can pick a cherry pie. She's the apple of my eye. She's a young thing. Oh, she's a young thing. Oh, she's a young thing. And she cannot leave her mother. It's raining, it's pouring. So fuck that shit, we're sick of it All the girls are snoring It's raining, it's pouring Gender roles are boring So fuck that shit, we're sick of it All the girls are snoring As you were talking about perfectionism, I was thinking a lot about like how much um, how much explaining we feel compelled to do of our work, and I'm wondering what your approach to that is. How much info or or justifying or context do you feel the need to provide about these older works that are coming out now? Yeah, I mean, also that makes me think about like um, the context. Like the context has changed. You know, the like the world in which I first made Tracy and the Plastics is is different than the world now. And thinking in particular, one thing that emerged as I started re-singing these songs in 2013, 2014, in order to like re-document them, um, these performances, and create this new documentation. Um was this one song that I sang that I sang as Tracy and the Plastics sang about um basically being married to a woman it was like yeah um and but it was before gay marriage was legal and that the point was that it for me was I was imagining a relationship that was beyond like um, the legal structure, right? It was like, this is so radical, partly because it can't be sanctioned by the government um, or the church. 
And then in 2014, when I was singing that song again, I was like, whoa, this is really different. Like, this is like suddenly it's somehow, I mean, I support gay marriage, of course. And I was like, this, I, yeah, the spirit of what I was singing about was, is really different now because, um, in this context, I, to say, um, yeah, um, anyways, so that kind of, I think, prompts me to want to be more explanatory or just kind of like giving more of like a, some, um, yeah, I guess explanation is a good word. Um, I think though also it's like this in that desire to explain is also like, I'm like, what questions are here for me? Like, what, what do I need to learn? What do I need to like, kind of be curious about. Um, and I think I'm also finding, this is just coming to mind, that as I kind of come, be be more of a social media user on Instagram, um, one of the things that I'm, I guess, enjoying right now about that is that you can kind of, or I feel like I can just kind of like drop a little thing in the water, you know, and be like, here's this, um, let's see what, see what happens. I'm definitely in like this experimental phase with that. Like, what is this? How does this feel? How does, um, and so I think that a little bit feels like it's, um, it's shifting maybe what explanation is like what, what that is, what that can look like. Like, can I use, um, another video to explain the video, you know, instead of like, I'm just going to write this essay. Um, yeah. So that's, that's cool. Thanks for that. I needed that question. because <laughs> I'm like, that's exciting to think about. I relate to that. I feel like, um, I like almost exclusively just like release my like weird little ideas on Instagram and it's sort of just like a long game for the people that are paying attention. Yeah, and it all just is a long game, right? Isn't it? Like, yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. Life is long. Life is a long game. The question of context makes me think about so many things. Like, I was immediately flooded with the fact that, like, 2001, 2002, you know, I, like, making music and putting out this record in an immediately post-9-11 New York City. Like, that's what I was living in. It was, like, me and my little riot girl queer posse living in New York, right post-9-11, um, and it was a really intense time. What with like, yeah, gay marriage, not being legal. I mean, all of it at that time, I had never even heard of a gay straight alliance at a high school. Like to me, that was completely inconceivable. Although I think they did exist in some places back then, but like certainly not in my realm and not the realm of my friends. Um, it was just like, it felt like such a violent climate to be young and queer in. I mean, you know, we would get threats, like men would chase us on the street, like got spat on, got like things thrown at us. And then also it's like, there's that interesting thought of the more things change, the more they stay the same. Because I remember, yeah, I mean, I don't know the exact date, but it was back around then that, it, you know, I attended my first march against police brutality. It was Amadou Diallo's murder in New York City. And, you know, I had never, I mean, TBH, I never in my life have had good experiences with the cops. I've always had bad experiences. So I didn't really understand why anyone would, 
you know, um, question that that was an issue. But then what happened with Amadou Diallo was so blatant and so clearly corrupt. And then I think none of them were convicted, if I remember correctly. That situation was so enraging and like everyone was so um, passionately protesting and all this stuff that like to have it be 20 years later and to have so much still wrong, like to have so much, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just to still have so much work to do on policing in this country, you know, uh, looks like we did a good job with gay marriage, um, I guess, you know, <laughs> but there's just so much more. There's so much more uh, that's a longer slog, you know. It makes me think about like coming into political consciousness and like that that is like I'm just thinking about like um I mean I yeah it's like for me Tracy and the Plastics when I was starting it was this was like a coming into political consciousness like that it was it 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 I was processing that in that project and that's happening again, you know, and that's happening always. Like, I'm just like, right, that kind of like, um, I think that's something that, what do I want to say? For me, I'm thinking like, can I, can I now as a 43 year old, like who like, you know, I mean, I don't own a house. I still pay rent, but like who still has to pay pay rent, et cetera, but who is an adult in a different way than I was when I was 23. Can my coming to political consciousness now be as, um, can I let it be as like life altering as it was then? If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, and when I'm 63, will I, will my coming to political consciousness, will I be able to let it be as life altering as it was, you know, then that's coming to mind as I think about like, this the kind of intention or like the what is the point of like the like a a marker of time in this way like an anniversary 20th anniversary okay why do that kind of ritual marking um and I think partly it's what I'm coming to through this conversation is that it's partly to be intentional is to like really investigate that um yeah, and use it as like an as a thing to mine, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, that's. Anyways, cool. I'm learning a lot. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it definitely to me has something to do with the generations. Like, I don't know, just the whole joke that like in the '90s we were all trying to dress like it was the '70s, and now the kids now are all trying to dress like it's the '90s, or you know, whatever, however you want to frame it, just that. I do think there is something to like whatever's in the zeitgeist kind of does come back around and that when you hit the 20th marker of something, there might be a thing where younger people are connecting to it and it might even just be because their parents connected to it or it might be because the cycles of thought are coming back, you know, like the cycles of um, what people are thinking about. Not that Not that anything ever really went away, but just that like the way that they're being talked about is kind of coming back full circle. Thanks for listening to Homo Ground. This episode opened with the song Querion by Tracy and the Plastics. The second song you heard just after the break was Can She Bake a Cherry Pie by Gina Young. 
You can find links to more information on the artist and how to purchase their music on the episode page at homoground.com episode 271. If you like what you heard, please feel free to leave us a review on whatever podcast streaming app you're using or share this episode with a friend and tag us on social media at homoground. As an independent podcast, we also rely on our Patreon supporters. You can join us at homoground.com slash Patreon. Not only do you become a member of our Patreon, but you become a member of the Homoground community. Homoground members get all the latest updates on episodes before they're released and a behind-the-scenes look at how the podcast is made. You also get access to our private Slack and Discord groups, where you can meet other Homoground listeners from around the world. Homoground members also get access to our 24-hour virtual cafe, where you can pop in anytime. Not only that, but you get free access to our guided virtual co-working sessions. When you become a Homoground member, you'll get an official Homoground membership card, plus our special green and white Homoground logo stickers that only our Patreon supporters get. Plus, we'll just send you a bunch of other stickers that we have. We've got a bunch of random designs, and you can stick them wherever you want. Just be sure to tag us on social media at Homoground. This episode was produced by Maya McDonald, who also conducted the interview. You can follow Maya on Instagram at Kid in the Attic. Homoground is created and executive produced by me, Lynn Casper. You can follow me at lynncasper.com. On June 24, 2022, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, stripping away the right to have a safe and legal abortion. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety, and could have harsh repercussions of other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, spread the word, and if you're able to, support others, please consider donating to abortion funds. That's podvoices.help. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.